0: Welcome to the Adult Child of Dysfunction Podcast, where we untangle the past, rewrite the present, and reclaim our future. I am your host, Tammy Vincent, and together we will break free from old patterns, heal wounds, and create new narratives. Are you ready to transform the effects of your dysfunctional past into your superpowers? Are you excited to get back in touch with your true authentic self? If so, then hit subscribe and join me weekly on the Adult Child of Dysfunction Podcast, Here we will learn from experts as well as experienced thrivers how to turn our trials into smiles while living our most authentic and joyful lives. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode. Today we have with us a special friend, Sharon Buck. She is a gifted intuitive sound alchemist with a unique ability to use powerful sound frequencies to unlock inner peace and joyful freedom. Sharon's diverse skill set includes being a sound healer utilizing crystal singing bowls and sound baths, an advanced certified biofield tuning practitioner, a Reiki master, a licensed massage therapist, and a professional singer and musician. Her journey towards wholeness and healing has spanned decades and her work is deeply rooted in her personal quest to understand and transmute generational pain. Her profound realization that gentle grounding tones can bring individuals back to their essential goodness and back to health and balance has inspired her to share these healing vibrations with others. Sharon's expertise extends to both in-person and virtual sessions, making her unique approach accessible to a broader audience. She enjoys working with individuals, couples, and families, as well as offering group retreats. Wow, that's a lot. How, happy to have you here, Sharon.
1: Thanks for having me, Tammy, it's, it's so privileged.
0: Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about my, you know, I got hold of you or wind of you. I don't even know where we met, but I know I don't remember, honestly, but I do know it was the sound baths and the sound healing because there's so many different modalities out there right now. And I got a little taste of what you do and I just wanted more. So tell us a little bit about kind of how you got started with what you're doing.
1: Well, it, it's a windy road, but basically, uh, as you, you said in my bio, I'm, I started out as a musician, really, I was drawn to music very early and my parents saw that and got me into music lessons very uh, young, I think I was six when I started piano lessons, seven when I started singing lessons, and I haven't stopped since. And um, the way I like to describe it is uh, my life has been, you know, led by vibration. I mean, when we sing, we're literally vibrating our rib cage and our bodies our, our diaphragm is moving. Um, it's impossible to not be affected when you sing. And I know a lot of people say, I can't hold a tune in a bucket, it doesn't matter. Vocalizing, uh, as we know, like with mantras, anything like that, chanting, any of that can really help reset the nervous system. So that's a simple way to, to uh, do your own sound healing, if you like, um, I used to teach voice lessons. So, you know, there's all that personal layering of what it looks like, what you're supposed to do. But when you take that away, you know, we're left with, who this body this this person in this moment in time. And so I just followed this path. And um, yeah, I think it it started with Reiki, I took a Reiki course, I wanted to help a a friend of mine who had uh, cancer. And uh, she wanted some support and help and I and I heard that this could help. And I went ahead and I just got right away did all the trainings and um, became a Reiki master. And that kind of led me down this other path of energy which I never really, you know, thought of it, it really, except it started to really affect me that I, my life started to change. And uh, then going down that rabbit hole led me to massage therapy, which seems like a little <laughs> bit of an offshoot. But really, it isn't because our bodies are instruments, our bodies are amazingly vibrational beings, uh, you know, when the vibration is off, we're ill. Um, mm-hmm. you can detect that. And um, then we go down to, while I was going down the rabbit hole, I thought when the pandemic hit, it was uh, actually, it was before that. Um, I knew that I wanted to do more with sound, way before that actually. Um, But uh, I I found Eileen McCusick and biofield tuning, I I took an online course, it was through the shift network. This was before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it had such a profound effect on me and my relationships, actually, it had such a, you know, it was very subtle, but all of a sudden, things really started to shift. And I thought, wow, what is this? This is so amazing. We're using sound to help heal. This is, I mean, so profound. I mean, I knew this with singing, that people would come up and say, I've felt this emotion or i felt you know whatever but this this seemed so amazingly specific in some ways i thought i've got to pursue this so i that's how i got trained and i got um, certified just before the pandemic hit and then of course i went online because that was the thing to do and i thought this is perfect because i can do this virtually so i started offering virtual sessions to people and that just led, you know, I immediately also was drawn to singing bowls and, and uh, took a class in that nice. and was gravitated to that. And I thought, you know, a lot of people know about not everybody, but know about sound soundbouts. They know about singing bowls or if they don't know, they've heard it. Um, It's an instrument, you know, unlike the tuning forks are a little more, you know, uh, (laughs) a little bit off the beaten path, I guess. And uh, so I thought, well, this would be a great way to kind of bring people into sound healing. and, and, And it has proved to be that, that a lot of people literally resonate and that's the fun part about this when we resonate that's exactly what's happening our bodies resonate and then entrain to the vibrations the frequencies that we use so there can be some very profound shifts and you know people say how does this work virtually well if you experience it uh, you actually can feel the vibration in your body not unlike attending a, a live concert or, or listening to a recording of a concert you know we can feel a lot of times the original emotions or the emotions that were trans transferred via recording, it, it seems very real because it is. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of, you kind of got me going. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, no, that's okay. And, you know, energy is just so powerful in general. I have a friend that lives over in Tampa. So she's over on the other side of the state and I was having some hip problems. And so she was trying to do some and I'm like, how, you know, me trying to be open-minded, but I'm like how are you going to heal me? You're in Tampa or Sarasota. I'm over here. And she has tuning forks and she Uh loves her tuning forks. And by the time we got off the, you know, got off and we're done with her healing session with her tuning forks. I slept well that night. My hip didn't hurt, really haven't had much, you know, it was like enough full alignment. I'm like, and she never touched me. So energy is super powerful. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Jonathan Goldman is, has been quoted to say that, you know, sound plus freak, or frequency plus intention equals healing. So yeah. uh, when we combine frequency with intention, uh, it can be very powerful and it's very individual. So I can use the same sounds for one person and it has this certain effect on them and another person has a totally different effect. Um, not unlike, you know, what you experienced. I mean, it's not a cookie cutter approach where I'm sure your okay. colleague, if she did the same tuning forks exactly, um, the other person, another person would have different result, or maybe none. I mean, you just don't, you don't know. Um, but a lot of it is just being open. I think that is important. I find if people are open to the experience, then they're allowing. And this whole thing, it's about getting into the relaxation state. So the relaxation state is where we heal. And we all right. know sleep is good for us. Why? Right. Because bodies heal in, during sleep. So not unlike different brainwave states, you know, we know that that we can get it into a hypnotic state where somebody said, wow, I, where was I? I don't remember you doing anything. Well, they weren't sleeping. Where were they, right? And so we know that they were in another brainwave state. And that is one of the things, you know, theta is, is one of the hypnotic states, delta is the actual sleep state, but theta is often a place where people go. And that's precisely where the body starts to heal.
0: Yep. So what state are you in when you're listening to like a affirmations and you have them, I know they say to listen to like, um, like when I record meditations, I do it at what five megahertz or whatever it is, you know, like there's a range or I don't remember what it was, but there's a range they say to record them at. And that's specifically for that. But if you're doing say a meditation or what state are you in at that point?
1: Well, I think that would probably be, well, anywhere from the alpha state to the theta, because theta is more the hypnotic deeper state. Um, so the one just before that is the alpha where, you know, a person getting a massage, for example, might be in the alpha state, and then they could definitely drift into theta. Um, and beta is more of the thinking mind. So um, with affirmations, I don't, you know, it just depends how they're delivered again, like you were saying. Right. Um, but even so, that's why I find it so powerful to combine it with frequency, because it just gets in a little deeper, right? Mm-hmm. Um,
0: that's pretty I- I love that saying frequency plus intention is healing. Mm-hmm. It's, that's, that's pretty powerful. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and then we have a whole nother layer of, you know, using singing bowls, for example, they will play off each other and we'll get uh, different resonances happening. And they will create their own, like, it's hard to explain exactly, but they're they, overtones. And together, they will create a harmonic. Um, and then you add several more or other instruments, you get all this different input um, that can be extremely relaxing. And um, people have, you know, some people have had, like you said, you know, Oh, wow, my hip pain is gone. How did that happen? Or I had a headache, and it's gone, or I got a headache that has happened too. I've got a headache. And uh, what does that say that that tells us there's a blockage a block, usually, mm. usually third eye, sometimes crown, Um, that's uh, in the chakra system. These are energy wheels in our bodies that go along our spine and also are um, tied into the endocrine system. So the organs come into play, organs have rhythm. I mean, we're dealing with all of that when you're dealing with frequency. So it can be very powerful. And then with biofield tuning, it's a very specific modality that uses tuning forks around the body. So where you can use it on the body as well. It can be very relaxed and combined with massage um people really like that but there's uh when we work the field the energy field which is anywhere up to six feet out around the body this is literally the record of our life it's like tree rings on a tree we start out on the outer edge which is usually conception or preconception sometimes generational stuff comes up and we'll actually go through the timeline of a person's life and we can find specifically the tuning fork will get stuck in a spot where there's been some perturbation in other words some conflict some anxiety or anger or whatever something happened and your nervous system your body remembers it and it's in your field so we start to release that with the frequency and you know we'll use different frequencies and and bring it back into circulation in the body and all of a sudden the person is noticing all kinds of shifts either physical emotional or spiritual or all of the above not to mention relational, right? I mean, it's not uncommon for people, and this is where it's a little scary, right? It's not uncommon for um, practitioner, people who want to be practitioners, they kind of warn us when we start the training, be prepared for your life to fall apart a little bit. Because sometimes what happens is relationships that were maybe, you know, marginal before do fall apart, and or a career comes to a halt. Um, or a move or something else happens. Um, uh, it, it's not uncommon, because we really are stirring the pot. And this is why I say that kind of work is not for everybody. And right. it's very deep work. But when you talk about mental health issues, addictions, um, you know, all of all of that in, in dysfunctional families, how many of us have had that? This is just is wonderful, because it's non-invasive. And a lot of people really enjoy the session, you know. I ask people afterwards, oh, I feel good. I feel great. <laughs> you know, and they look great.
0: Right. Like, so, so would a, a burden, you know? Right. So would a client just come to you and be like, okay, I'm having trouble. Like give me an example of what someone might come to you with.
1: Oh, like I had a client that said I have ongoing chronic digestive issues. And over the course of, oh, maybe, you know, a dozen sessions or more, that completely resolved. She had tried everything she'd tried supplements she'd seen doctors she did all of this stuff and she was intrigued read about biofield tuning said i'd really be interested in a session we did virtual because it was pandemic and she was like well really i'd rather do it in person um and we did that and, and it really did work because actually on an energetic level di- the digestive system is where we store emotions so mm-hmm thing in our culture, as you know, I'm sure, is that we're not taught to healthily express our emotions. I say healthily, because anger is a hard one, right? It's easy to get angry, and then hurt somebody as a result, and uh, un- unintentionally, if mm-hmm. you know, but, um, you know, we're so programmed, I certainly was um, in a Germanic household to hold everything in. Mm-hmm. So hold everything in. don't you dare cry. Uh, you know, you're also not allowed to feel anger if something happens where you're forced to do something you don't want to do or whatever. And so all of a sudden, all of this closed up feeling is in your body. And it's very hard to have a happy, joyful life, right? <laughs> right. Why, did I, why was I depressed? Why was I anxious? Why? Why did I go back and forth between those states for so long and, and so, so unhappy? And i I'd done decades of therapy. And that definitely helped. But there, we all know there's layers of the onion, and mm-hmm. we're working to peel back those layers. And that—that's the other part. I've had, like, I had a, a gentleman come to me that had heart issues, and this—this um, this is a little bit of a, uh, not a success story per se. But I, I definitely, as soon as I did the first session, we got all kinds of trauma that came up, like just unbelievable trauma. And I wasn't surprised, but but there it was. And and the gentleman said. I thought I dealt with all that. Mm. Well, it's all here in your energy field. In other words, again, he may have done I don't know what he did, but he may have done talk therapy, which is very helpful, but it often doesn't deal with the underlying issues, the energetic component, Um, you know, we're chemical beings, electrical beings, and it just blew him away that that was the case. And that I found accurately found a lot of the traumatic experiences. Um, but unfortunately that was too scary for him. So he did not continue, which Mm. I think is really unfortunate because I really felt I could, I could help this
0: person. I really felt that. So he'll be back. Don't worry. (laughs) You know, we'll start. No. Yeah. I mean, you just never know because it's hard to deny those things, but that whole self reflection is the hardest part of healing. So it's like you do your little magic and it comes up, and then it's like, okay, what do I do with that? I guarantee you he'll be back. So I'm going to check in with you in about three months.
1: <laughs> uh, okay.
0: Well, I think he'll be back.
1: yeah. And I mean, it's subconscious. It's the other part where we don't mm-hmm. even realize, you know, uh, we don't even realize we're doing this until something you know, shines a light on it. And if we're courageous enough to go forward and see that and to do something about it, um, that that's where the life changing part happens. So we do definitely have choices about it, like, like you say. And yeah, I've had um, a generational stuff come up for people where there was clearly some heavy duty generational trauma um, difficulties uh, that came up that, uh, and in my own journey, that was one of the big, Light bulbs that came on for me was wow. I had been it's had that heaviness in my body, and I didn't know what it was. I mean, it just felt like depression, and um, and I it, it, the the piece that unlocked for me when I did some of the sound healing was wow. This is not even mine. This is grief that was passed on to me from. Um, generations. And I, I know some of the background stories, of course, from my family. Mm-hmm. But it, it really unlocked it for me. And all of a sudden, I didn't, I, I it brought some self acceptance too. you know, right. this real sense of, wow, it's not my fault. It's, it's something I inherited. We don't often think of that. But think about it, when you're in the womb, we're picking up everything energetically. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Down the,
0: down the ancestral line. So. Absolutely. And it's good. It's always a little a little bit freeing just to be able to give yourself that validation that it's not my fault, because that's the biggest thing. You know, that's the biggest thing is that kids, especially with trauma, they grow up. Doesn't matter. You know, your brain is going to think never think that it's your parents fault because that's the person that you depend on the most. So it must be my fault. So you just turn around. Everything gets turned around on you. And it's amazing that just, you know, energetically how badly that gets stored, though. So um. So show me your tools. I know people that if this is audio, you're not gonna be able to hear see the tools, but yeah. tell me about your different tools that you use.
1: Well, I have, like I was saying, many different ones. Um, every, so I'll just kind of give you a little introduction um, with, the, with the sounds as well. So I have a whole set of beautiful alchemical crystal singing bowls. They're alchemical because they have literally, um, like this one has um, bits of um, earth from uh, Sedona. And so you might even see some Ooh, of it's that. Oh, pretty. So it, it brings in the mineral and crystal um, elements uh, as well. And uh, yes, it's one of my, my, my more uh, aesthetically pleasing, although they all are beautiful. And uh, the crystals, because you know, our bodies are made of crystals. So our, our bones are made of crystals and uh, we have all of this in our bodies. So it, it's, ve- it's not surprising that these particular bowls have a profound, usually have a profound effect on people. So I'll just demonstrate a little bit here.
0: You can tell it's still ringing. I mm-hmm. can still hear it. And for yeah. the people that are the, for the people that are listening, that are not being able to see this, it will be on YouTube as well as in my Facebook group, "Children of Alcohol Children of Dysfunctional Families Thriving Now." So you can check that out. So you can actually watch her do this too.
1: Um So how did that? Did you have any response particularly you want to share with? I got
0: tink- real tingly in my back. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. I mean,
1: different. I felt it in my upper chest, which is interesting. So I might have some restriction there. Um, Heart opening there. This is the thymus area too. So I've been fighting a tiny bit of uh, sinus infection. This might maybe my thymus is under under stress. But I was feeling it quite vibrating really a lot here. Um, So that was interesting. Um, So another bowl that uh, I have here is uh, one of my Tibetan bowls, uh, more of a metal bowl here. You can see. It. And I'm gonna just play that. I'm hearing a little bit of feedback.
0: There we go. I turned it off. Sorry. Go ahead.
1: Not a problem. So that's just one example of that's so neat about yeah so i was feeling that actually in
0: the belly area that one i was feeling a little more in my legs which i don't know what that means
1: well legs are part of our um being grounded or, or an ungrounded feeling so actually a lot of people hold tension in their legs it's not uncommon that uh, in a session we'll spend And even with an individual sound bath session, we'll spend quite a bit of time just grounding, getting that energy moving through the legs. You know, like yoga, you do these poses that get the energy moving. This is the foundation of our bodies. And so if that's out of whack, and there's a lot of challenges, like if we're exposed to a lot of electronics and such, a lot of us are walking around ungrounded, which is why I actually love living in the woods. I'm in the middle of the woods here. So um, I actually, nature can do that for us as well. So walking out on the earth with our feet. So yeah, it's not unusual. You might, yeah, maybe there's just some energy moving through there. Um, Do you wanna hear some tuning forks now just for- Yeah,
0: I had a question though. Um, So when you do this, so you go into somebody and you're being intentional, but you just start to do these motions and then are these sounds and then see where they feel it. And then kind of, I don't wanna say diagnose, but kind of interpret from there, and then you decide how to go forward, or
1: um, that's that's a really good question. Nobody's actually asked me that one. Um, <laughs> Sorry, it, it, no, no, it's really good. Let me th- think about that. Um, it, it's really what I want to say is it's very intuitive. So my thinking brain isn't thinking thinking. It's more like in that more of that um, other brainwave state where I'm aware and I'm tuning into the person. Literally, our energies are connecting.
0: Okay.
1: And then uh, based on what I'm feeling, what, which frequencies to use. Okay. And sometimes I'll do that before I even meet the person. I'll just set out the bowls um, intuitively and kind of go, well, this is what I feel this person might need. And I've never had anybody say, well, that was totally wrong. Um, So, um, and then with the tuning forks, again, what we're doing is we are using the frequency to to find any disturbance and but i can't i can't say well this will now affect your digestive system or this will do this it may um, especially if or again coming back to intention if we're intending to move the sound perhaps the person came to me with a headache and we're it, we're working the, the third eye and we're intending for that you know whatever is causing that we don't even know right um, but so that's the part where it's like a, a bit of a mystery. I feel like I like get detective. And I'm kind of going, "Wow, well, what is this? So no, we're not diagnosing. Right. Um, we are detecting. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, of course, am interpreting based on my intuition and my knowledge, um, feeding that back to the person. And then the person says, well, that's interesting, because when you said that I felt this, or, you know, when you use that tuning fork, I felt it very distinctly in my belly. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start going down that, well, what's that about? And all of a sudden the person may have a memory of, you know, the, the parent said something and, and was very abusive or very critical. And all of this stuff starts coming up. And all of a sudden, as we're working the digestive area, cause we'll, we'll sometimes we'll switch, all of a sudden, headache starts to disappear so you know what i'm saying is i connected to
0: yeah yeah
1: it's all connected exactly so it's like going down this rabbit hole and pulling on this thread and seeing well where does this go and following it i feel like most most of the time i'm following the client and trying to stay as open as possible and going with my intuitive hits about what to say or what's going on and then they'll confirm or deny sometimes um and sometimes i'll just have to nudge them a little bit and i go you well, know might you know see see
0: if there's any truth to that and i'm assuming there's some confirming in their head and denying in their mouth <laughs> uh, oh that definitely could be yeah 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 i'm sure because like you're like oh how does she you know it's just yeah because it's interesting like but every person i've ever dealt with that does Reiki or anything like that. It's always intuitive. You I don't know how you guys have such a gift, but you do. So well, train it too. And I mean
1: that it can be trained. I've often thought, wow, it'd be kind of cool to do a workshop on intuition and developing that. But but it, it, it can be learned um you know i think for me i'm particularly wired to sound i'm known to be very sensitive to noises so like i told my husband to get all his stuff out of the upstairs area because i don't want to hear anything <laughs> um so yeah yeah you just i'm very tuned into that so that's i guess my skill but yeah but yeah i mean other people can learn to do that
0: so how long would it take you to do like a little mini session?
1: a mini session like what you now or you mean for a person either
0: like for now i mean could you do one now or did oh, yeah, is that oh sure.
1: yeah yeah absolutely um i cuz i realized i didn't introduce you to any of the forks here oh i did
0: want to see the tuning forks i interrupted yeah.
1: you i'm sorry about yeah. no 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 it's, it ties in beautifully because i'll introduce these and then maybe i'll do a little bit of a tuning um because i can do that with whoever's listening um, so this is the longest tuning fork I have. It's 144 hertz and it happens to be connected to a beautiful rose quartz, quartz boot, which um, it, it just has an extra boost with the crystal. And uh, if you use it on the body, you can feel it too. And it, here, here's what it sounds like. And you, you can watch, those of you who can see it, can watch the tuning forks vibrate. The times, I should say. So if I put my finger on that, it stops vibrating. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the 144. Then I've got, I'll play this one next. This is the 528. It's often called the love frequency. So we'll use that um to wrap up a session or if i feel like i felt with yesterday with the client that there was so much trauma in a spot that it, it just called for something softer and gentler and you know i literally love frequency so i brought that in um okay and then we've got um, what we call a weighted tuning fork which you will not hear per se unless i put it next to your ear you could hear it but since we're dealing with vibration, it doesn't matter that you can't hear it because you're still dealing with the energetic vibration. So this is one of the Schumann resonance uh, forks. Um, Schumann resonance is just basically the the, the uh, frequency that the Earth Earth's ionosphere makes. So it's 7.83. Um, this is one of the frequencies here. This is 52 it's 62.64 so you won't be able to hear this but it's kind of fun so you'll see the little weights on the barrel the uh, here on the tuning fork whereas before here you just had the tines so you see little weights on it and um here's you won't hear it but you'll see it mm. yep and this and um, we also use on the body which is pretty powerful too so um I have people that love the spine walk. We do a spine walk with two of these to release any tension along the spine. It's very popular Hmm. um, in person. Okay, so you want a little mini session, you said? Yeah, a little mini session. That'd be cool. All right, cool. Um, So so just take a minute just to kind of feel your feet. And uh, if you've got shoes on, maybe take those off. But you can just feel... A little more on the connection in the feet and just check in with your breathing and your body. Notice any tension. And just take note of that as we go through this. And your only job is to breathe. And notice. So notice the energy and the breath flowing up towards the head, and then releasing on the exhale out through your feet. And this is the natural breathing. When we breathe naturally, our nervous system adjusts itself, and our heart rate changes So when we're stressed or tense, this is impeded, obviously. So I'm feeling some, and I feel in my body what I'm, what I believe I'm picking up in clients, it's often confirmed. Um, and again, it might be subconscious on their part, but i picking up right now some energy in the, upper solar plexus, kind of between the heart and the solar plexus. That's um, the solar plexus is just that energy center. That's where the upper digestive system is. And if our diaphragm is locked, we'll feel it there too. So just notice if our breathing is measured or if it's natural Easy. So the solar plexus is all about our personal power. And when we're right uh, off on the right side, it's, it's about anger, usually related to father or a male figure. And when it's out on the left, it's often has to do with um, depression, um, mother. So the, qu- the fork just got really quiet there. And it just got a little louder. So I'm paying attention to the sounds the fork makes because what we're we're believing right now or choosing to believe is that this fork isn't just playing tones. It's actually interacting with the energy that's present here right now. It could be me. It could be you. It could be anybody listening. So now I'm starting to feel a little more vibration happening in my upper chest, like it's a little more freed, so continuing to breathe, so I'm feeling into anxiety as well, and of course there's a lot of collective anxiety right now, planets are shifting, there's just a lot going on, so it's not particularly unusual at this point in our most of our lives but I'm just picking that up right now it's kind of like this anxious ball of energy in the upper rib cage here just below the solar below the uh, sternum so it's like this anxious little ball of energy And it's almost like this sense of, let's not say too much, let's let's hold it in. It's this holding in feeling I'm getting. Keep it in, don't be too loud, don't be boisterous, don't ask for what you want, don't be powerful. All the don't be messages. So continuing to breathe, sending that energy out through your feet and bringing an energy through the top of your head. Imagining exhaling that anxiety all the way through your feet into the earth to be recycled. And just notice what you notice.
0: So what are you noticing, Tammy? Well, I noticed in the beginning it was very locked in my solar plexus. Like that was it like couldn't even push the energy down into my feet.
1: Interesting. Yeah, So that's how I felt. You and I are definitely tracking that on the solar plexus there. Mm
0: -hmm, Definitely.
1: So it'd be interesting to see if other people are experiencing that, but not necessarily. Other people might be feeling it, the energy in their feet. They might be feeling stuff moving at their crown. It, it's very individual. But what we do know is that there's definitely, I'm feeling that anxious blob of energy. And I'm feeling it right there, right here. Mm-hmm. Sort of like, ugh. <laughs> I want to get it out kind of feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling some more calm coming in right now and my hands it's part of it I'm holding the tuning fork but my hands all of a sudden feel like there's more energy in them and sometimes I get painful joints so I'm feeling energy moving through my hands which is very welcome
0: which is Again. funny when you said, because what, right before you said that, my hands, my fingertips started tingling. Okay. That's, so I don't that's, know if it's my hands or your hands, maybe. We're all connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's likely
1: your hands, but it's um, always one of those things where I go, wow, you know, I am really feeling into the other person maybe as well. Because um, that, that sort of bears it out. I mean, I didn't know that. How would I have known that? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to say something else. Yeah, I'm starting to feel like I have a little block in my low back, so I'm just kind of noticing that's where I tend to hold tension, is my low back. So that's interesting that it's kind of moved down in a way. Just bring in the other fork, the 528. I just felt my whole body just shift on that, just feel more relaxed. Mm -hmm. Like everything's going to be okay, you know, no matter what's going on in the world, everything's going to be okay. A lot of us, especially if we've come from dysfunctional families, trust is an issue, right? So trusting in the divine, trusting in the universe, trusting in life, good, trusting ourselves. I definitely feel a lot more energy moving here, just in general, up and down my spine. Like if I weren't talking to you right now, I'd be stepping out and walking. Sometimes I have people actually walking during their session. I'll just feel moved to say, you know, if you want to move your body and get off the bed or wherever you are and start walking, you know, one person really got into that. So you just never know. But it almost feels like that kind of energy where, yeah, something got freed up. Yeah, I need to. Yeah, yeah, and it's okay to move. Yeah, yeah, and make noise. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, a lot of us were told, "Be still, Mm -hmm. don't move." You you know, and all that subconscious stuff. So we're releasing a lot of that old programming and the the deep. That's deep, right?
0: Mm. Sorry, my dog is barking. Yeah. I knew it would happen.
1: Yeah, they're missing out. Yep. Animals do love love this work. Actually, most most of them calm down. Maybe he's jealous. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> or he's
0: just a spaz. Yeah. <laughs> so, anything else you wanted to share about that, Tammy? For you? No, if that you... was really interesting. I could definitely feel it, like tight, like the parts that you were you nailed them right on. And at the end, I was I was kind of like, oh, I need to get up, crack my back, move around a little bit because I could feel like boom, it was all like in my lower rib cage for a while, for a minute. Mm-hmm. But it was, and when I first started, it felt like it was stuck, stuck. Like I wasn't able to get like, to breathe in, but I was, and I'm usually pretty, it's funny because I'm usually pretty good about feeling like I'm grounding myself, you know, mm-hmm. but it was definitely not wanting to ground.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's just it, the layers, right? So mm-hmm we are grounded, you know, we've done, we you've probably done a lot of personal work as I, as I have, and and still that things can get us off,
0: man, mm-hmm.
1: moment pretty easily, or we can get more grounded, we didn't know that there was something else missing there. And um, yeah, I didn't go much into the energy field, per se, we were just sort of going into the body
0: there in the chakras. So that's, mm-hmm. that's one part of tuning. But yeah, very interesting. I, you know, what's one of my favorite books to share with people is the body keeps score. Oh, yeah. It's just the basics of this is where how it's stored, why it's stored and everything else. And then it doesn't, you know, like, then it's like, people can go to someone like you and and release it, you know, because it's gonna stay there regardless until it's dealt with. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, and this whole thing about um, believing what we've been told mistaking beliefs are the story we've created from the traumas or difficulties we had. Um, You know, being the black sheep, which I was, you know, what, whatever, whatever that story is, and um, really coming to the core truth of who we are, right. And that all these unconscious patterns, decisions we made based on things that happened to us. They're, they're deep, deeply warned grooves. Um, and it, yeah, it's, it's just amazing to me as, as I go deeper and deeper, I, I go, wow, I had no idea that this was still operating or there's a whole nother layer of, of this uh, operating in my life. And uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing energy stuck in our fields and our body is capable of releasing it and and relearning right we all know about neuroplasticity right um, at this point and uh, this this idea that things don't have to be this stay the
0: same we can change and it's never too late yeah i always say that it's never too early and it's never too late oh you know? yeah i love that Never to, yeah, and that's when of you know, when I speak to, like, I like to talk to get younger kids that are still kind of in the throes of that and be like, now it's time to start dealing with all this, you know, in your teens, in your early 20s, instead of waiting to your 40 or 50. That's why it's just awareness.
1: Yeah, you know? and I think, I think generationally, that's exactly what our generation has been dealing with is all the unmet uh, needs, all the unprocessed traumas it not their fault, because I mean, therapy is kind of a new thing, really, in our time. Um, So those options weren't really there for many people at the time. I know my grandparents were farmers, you know, they were concerned with survival, that that was the main thing, you know, Um, so they didn't have the time or the inclination or or the opportunity. Um, But we do. And um, I think it's, it's incumbent on us to do our work. And for the next generation, if, if for ourselves, but also for the next generation, um, so that you know it's not taboo; it's actually a given. And the more you are right, the the sooner a young person get can get going on that. I think the better, because then they're 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 not going to spend their part of their life trying to rewrite the past. I mean, we're all going to want to do that, but but uh, I think there'll be fewer regrets, right? Right. I mean, but it's yeah. not an easy path. Right. Addictions are a huge right now. I mean, this is mm-hmm. that's an escape hatch that a lot of people are choosing just because it's scary. It is scary yeah. going down that. We we don't know what's gonna come up. And I remember when I first started therapy, I thought I'm not gonna survive this. I will never survive all the feelings that are coming up. But I did and I started to feel better and it's okay. Right. Wow. So going down there actually help me feel better and that's that's the amazing part about healing work as you know
0: it's it's a never-ending journey but it's so worth it so worth it
1: well yeah and then we start to to do things differently in our lives and we 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 surround ourselves with people who support us and remember energy is so insidious really i mean we have to be careful who we spend our time with right um Mm -hmm. What we watch on television—I don't even watch television. I mean, I might watch the occasional news, something on YouTube or whatever. Um, but you know, what what do we feed ourselves nutritionally and energetically? Right. How do we treat our bodies? And you know, are we moving? Are we getting out in
0: nature? All of that is so critical to our well-being. Yeah, we we definitely need to feed it in a more positive way instead of all the energy suckers out there. So, yeah. so many things are just like so toxic so toxic well,
1: i mean i'm kind of addicted to my phone too right i mean mm-hmm. how many people are so i'm working on on uh <laughs> it's hard being on social media right i mean it's it's a two-edged sto- sword as i always tell people i i like to you know reach out and let people know what's available and uh keep get to know people and connect and network but I don't want to spend my entire
0: life on the, on the bloody device. My, I was actually at a conference this weekend and it was great because they had came up with their own platform and I don't know the name of it, but literally you can post on all of your social on one place and post it all out kind of like Canva, but it's their own big thing. So it'll post on your Instagram, your TikTok, it'll do everything, but you never have to scroll. Oh, you're getting nice. all your messages, you're getting all of your stuff so you can do everything you need to do on social media without scrolling the stuff that you're not involved in.
1: And, okay, I'm gonna. I okay. Thought,
0: what a godsend!
1: <laughs> because, yeah, you'll have to tell me about that more
0: later. Yeah, that's where you get stuck, is you go, oh, I'm gonna just post a quick live and tell my people I love them. And next thing you know, it's two hours later, and you're like, oh, look, yeah. America's got talent. <laughs> and you're yeah. like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, and the younger people, I mean,
1: I have to say, I'm a little bit concerned when I see younger people with their phones like it's they're an appendage. I'm going, mm. wow. Yeah. How
0: healthy is that? Yeah. I mean, I caught myself the other day. I thought I'd left my phone at a restaurant or something. And literally the sheer terror came. Out. I know. How did they do it before, right? I was like, yeah. And I used to like it's like I tell my kids, it's like, God, you don't you guys don't even know. Like the Saturday nights that I sat home just standing by the phone, waiting for it to ring because you know, now it's like just waiting for it to ring. Like we didn't have a date and be with our friends at the mall and like be by, it's totally different world. But it's, I know. So, it's crazy, It's it but, crazy. It, but it's just knowing, like again, being aware that it can totally consume you and that it's not good energy, <laughs> flat Sometimes. out. Yeah. yeah.
1: Other times, hopefully, something like this will will buoy people up. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. Well, I absolutely love our conversation. I loved you coming on. Um, I'm going to obviously put all of the notes, show notes, recordings, whatever it is, will be anything for you. Links that you want will be in the show notes. But I also want you to leave our listeners with a word of advice or words of wisdom or some just something from Sharon Buck. <laughs> oh boy, no pressure. No pressure.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I would say the follow your intuition, follow your heart. I think that's, you know, pay attention to that, listen to that, because that's what's got me here is listening to that even when other people thought it was crazy, or it wasn't the thing to do, or it wasn't popular, whatever, whatever the old stuff is just really, really keep listening to yourself. That's, that's what I want to say, because we have, we all have that ability. And I think it's very important to uh, listen to that. Sounds great.
0: Thank you so much.
1: You're, you're welcome. And I have a free retreat, free audios on the links that you've got there too. So hopefully people will uh, check those out if they want to know, experience
0: a little bit more. Absolutely. Check out for all the listeners out there, check out all the show notes because there's a bunch of freebies in there. So from Sharon, from myself, from everything. So definitely check it out and we will see you next episode. Thank you very much for tuning in. Thanks so much, Tammy. Thanks for coming, Sharon. I appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Adult Child of Dysfunction podcast. If this episode resonated with you or you think someone else could benefit from what you heard, why not share it with someone you care about? Let's heal from our past and take back control of our lives together. If you're interested in learning more, head on over to www.tammyvincent.com for a free chapter of my book, Surviving Alcoholic Parents. While you're there, be sure to catch my invigorating seminar, Awakening Your Authentic Self. Together, we will rewrite our stories and turn trials into triumphant smiles. Until next time... Keep embracing your strength, keep being you, and know that you are more than enough. You are way more than enough right here, right now.